It's 2022. Do you know where your consumer is? The Channel Mastery Podcast is created for executives who are obsessed with knowing everything about their target consumers, because that's what unlocks the future success and impact of our brands and businesses today. Every week on this podcast, we dig deep to bring you what's working and what's not when it comes to winning the attention of and building loyalty with your target consumer. We've got a lot to share, so let's get to it. And thanks so much to Verde Brand Communications for being the presenting sponsor of the Channel Mastery Podcast. Let's do this. Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of the Channel Mastery Podcast. Kristen Carpenter here, your host of Channel Mastery and also the CEO and founder of Verde Brand Communications. This is part of our new launch season, and I am so excited today to introduce Nora Stowell, who is W.L. Gore's Global Sales and Marketing Leader for the Fabrics Division, as well as Matt Decker, who is the Global Technical Leader for the Consumer Fabrics Division. And we are going to be going deeper today on the launch of EPE, the EPE Materials Set, which is the very first new material set launched for W.L. Gore and Associates for 40 years. So this is huge. It's been in development for over a decade and in partnership with brands like Arcteryx, Patagonia, Adidas, Solomon, and Dekine, just to name a few of the brands launching EPE in their fall 2022 collections. So in this episode, you're going to hear about how Gore-Tex elevates the value equation of ingredient branding and what this EPE launch means exactly to that in terms of the future of Gore-Tex in the outdoor recreation space globally. There's a lot here. I'm super excited to share Nora and Matt's expertise and bring you in to a little bit of inside baseball around Gore-Tex. Gore-Tex is an amazing client of Verity Brand Communications. I'm very, very proud that we were able to do this launch with them, and it is going to be even more impactful as we head towards 2023. Some of the initiatives that they have lined up are amazing. All right, everyone, enjoy the episode with Matt Decker and Nora Stowell with W.L. Gore and Associates. Let's do this. Welcome back to another episode of the Channel Mastery Podcast, kicking off a brand new season here today. I'm so excited to have two of my esteemed colleagues from Gore-Tex on the show today to talk about the brand new launch of EPE. Please help me in welcoming Matt Decker, who is a technical associate, and Nora Stowell, who is a sales and marketing associate with the Fabrics Division of Gore-Tex. Welcome to the show. It is so great to have you here. Thanks, Kristen. So we're recording this right before Thanksgiving, and we all participated in a very exciting launch a couple months back of EPE. And I'm so, so thrilled to have Nora and Matt here on the show today, because ultimately we've had some time to kind of see how the market reacted to both the visibility from the announcement, as well as just the business of going through the selling cycle since we've introduced this. And I wanted to first just say what a landmark accomplishment this was, bringing EPE to market and securing relationships with leading brands, which we're going to get into for fall, like an upcoming fall 2022 collection, which is really kind of unheard of in terms of like incorporating a brand new material set like this. So we're going to get into all the details of it, but ultimately what the main takeaway is today and what we're going to be talking about is how Gore-Tex is elevating the value equation of ingredient branding. And it's super exciting to be part of that. It's something I covered as a journalist prior to opening Verde, and we've always had 
you know, a strong showing of ingredient brands on our roster. So it's something that has just been personally super meaningful for me. And I'm so proud that we were able to bring this to market with you. So with that, if both of you could kind of give a quick introduction of yourselves in terms of what it is that you do at Gore-Tex, we will get right into kind of the value equation of EPE in the market. Nora, do you want to start? Sure. So I'm the fabric sales and marketing global leader. And what I do is really fun because I get to work with 350 of the best brands around the world and our market-facing teams, both on the consumer side of our business and the technical side of our business. Awesome. How about you, Matt? My name is Matt Decker. I'm the global technical leader for our Gore-Tex consumer fabrics business. And so I get to work with the R&D teams as well as our engineering teams to develop the next generation of materials that go into Gore-Tex laminates, as well as manufacture the ones that we're making today. So both of you have really small, easy jobs, <laughs> especially when it comes to introducing a brand new material set, the first in the 40-year history of Gore. And I'd love to start there. Matt, can you talk a little bit about kind of just the meaning of this to you? Obviously, um, you did work on this with Bob Gore and were able to bring this to market, you know, while in your career trajectory at Gore. Like this is a landmark moment for your brand. Can you talk about what it was like to... What is the innovation? And then let's talk about how it's really accelerated the position of Gore in the global marketplace today. Yeah, so a lot there. Uh, but I agree with you, Kristen. It really <laughs> is a seminal moment for the Gore-Tex brand um, to a really large extent. So EPE, or expanded polyethylene, is the next iteration of the Gore-Tex membrane for us. So similar to the membranes that we make today, it's a microporous material um, with billions of tiny holes per square inch. So it's that allow it to be breathable, um, but at the same time, waterproof. But it is a different material. So it has different attributes and different properties that we've had to develop along the way to meet all of the rigorous standards to be a Gore-Tex. Okay. And obviously all of the work that was done in-house to bring this to market, which we will get into because truly Gore-Tex is the only company that can facilitate all of that end-to-end and bring it to market in a way that major global brands will adopt. And that's really the point of impact. And that's you, Nora. Can you talk about what this has been like for you in terms of appeasing demand with your global brand partners? So I would say that this is a big deal for the Gore-Tex brand. It's the biggest deal since we launched EPTFE 40 years ago. And what's been great for our partners in the past 40 years, we've been focused on performance. And as mentioned, making footwear, garments, gloves, and accessories waterproof. So that performance element has been a big baseline for what we've done over the past four decades. Well, by launching an EPE, we now add responsibility to that performance. And so our intent here is to hold responsibility to the same standard that we do performance. And that really resonates with our consumers and customers based on the sustainability journey that they're on. Let's talk about the brands that are adopting this because I really love the group that you all have launched with specifically because they do really embrace both the sustainability and the performance. That really is the proof of concept around this coming to market for season one. I mean, it's pretty remarkable. Talk about some of the brand partners that you've launched with here. Yeah, and the brand partners are leaders in the industry. You have brands like Arcteryx and Patagonia on the garment side. You have brands like Adidas and Solomon on the footwear side, Roish, DeKine, and Zyner on the glove side. So some pretty pretty leading brands that are making moves, whether that's in 
premium performance, but also being sustainable and protecting the planet at the same time. It is a very, very tall order. So Matt, I would love for you to talk about just a little, we don't want to get super into the weeds because obviously this is what you do and we could spend probably a couple hours talking about the technical attributes. Everybody, please know that we will be posting supplemental links in the podcast notes for a full transcription of our launch webinar that we did with a group of 45 media here a couple months back, as well as the press release and links to some of the articles. So we'll have a lot of information for those of you who do want to go deep because this is a really big, important story from that standpoint. We would not have gotten out of the gate if it wasn't completely solid that way. But that's what I wanted to talk with you about, Matt, because ultimately Nora's probably fielding demand and you know knows that Gore-Tex has been working on this as a team. And tell us what it was like for you to feverishly be working with your global team to bring this to market and talk about the, the testing standards and everything, because that to me feels like it is such a story that like you could only hear about and actually have a product from Gore. Yeah, to your point, Kristen, we've been working on this for a long time. And kind of part of our nature is that we're always looking for new materials, both inside of Gore and outside of Gore. And we've constantly screening things. And so over time, we've seen different materials that come close to meeting the types of properties and attributes that we need. But EPE was the first one where we saw a real opportunity to engineer at a really basic polymer level into what we wanted from a lightweight perspective, a really high strength perspective, and thinness. Once we start getting those attributes, we start making garments and started making footwear and trialing them in the field because that's still our gold standard. And the first time I got really excited about the potential here was when we saw a footwear field trial come back and probably 50 different pairs of shoes that we had in the field. And all of a sudden, those EPE base limits were looking from a durability of waterproofness perspective and from a consumer perception perspective, we were looking a lot like the existing Gore-Tex laminates that we feel today. And so that was really the, oh, maybe we really have something here. And then after that, it was about finding the right textiles to partner with the membrane to get the full full story in terms of strength and breathability and environmental footprint that we wanted. And then continue to build that out over time with different technical components and then also taking it from footwear and looking at it in garments and other apparel as gloves as, as well. I love that because it really touches on like, I love to say on this show that we're special snowflakes in the outdoor recreation markets who tune in here. <laughs> Product is literally king and queen and has been in this industry for so long. And I think our consumers, our media, everybody is trained to see what's new. And they really trust these brands that they've fallen in love with to provide literally like the gold standard in what they need to go enjoy what they love to do outdoors. It makes it really challenging for brands such as Gore-Tex to work with brand partners who all have different audiences. And obviously like they all feel a lot of, I think, pressure in terms of like elevating and modernizing the products that they're bringing to market. So what you all have done, I think, has really opened the proverbial floodgates to bring an entire new level of, I think, more environmentally friendly, yet very strongly performance and technical-minded product across these categories to market. We would be completely stuck as an industry from a product standpoint if we didn't have ingredient brands like this to be furthering our stories. So I just really want everybody who's listening here today to understand, like 
the absolute monumental push that it took to bring this to market in a way that can have the Gore-Tex name because the brands that Nora has been working with have literally been, you know, waiting for this and feel confident to adopt it. And Nora, I would love to have you tell the audience, like, why do you feel that the brands are able to bring this in? Like as consumers were trained to like maybe wait for the second iteration or the third iteration, oh, I'll let them work out the kinks. But no, you have like, A-plus brands that are launching with you in fall 22. Let's talk about how that adoption happened. Like, what was it that really kind of got them over the line? And and how did they feel that trust with a brand new material set like this? Well, I think there's a lot of trust we've built up over the past 40 years. Our brand partners know we stand behind our products. We know, they know that we test to the guilds. We are actually accused of being over testers (laughs) in our fit for use requirements. And so it starts with that. If we didn't have that 40 years of trust and confidence built up, it would be a different story. They'd maybe be followers, not leaders. The other piece of it, though, that's critical is we worked with them every step of the way. These brands weren't finding out about it at the 11th hour when we were ready to launch. They were hand-holding. Matt talked about the field trials. They were doing field trials right along with us. So they were really invested in the process. And they had to be because these brands have put their own sustainability goals out into the market. Most of you following the press, you see um, brands have set up, we're going to be PFC free by 2025. Yvonne Chouinard at Patagonia challenged his teams for that to happen even sooner. And so these brands can't hit their targets unless all of their suppliers, frankly, are offering sustainable solutions that are PFC free, that have a low carbon footprint, low environmental footprint that support our HIG MSI goals or Okatex Blue Sign, which are some of our sustainability attributes and EPE. And they can't do that if we're not coming to the table with a solution. So to answer your question, Kristen, there's a lot of trust and confidence. There was handholding. They were right there with us. They were motivated to help us succeed because they needed to hit their goals. In a lot of cases, there wasn't a lot of other options. So we're all in it together, I guess, is the right answer. This was a team effort. This wasn't all on Gore either. The Channel Mastery Podcast is sponsored by the Sea Otter Classic Summit, presented by Lifetime Incorporated. It's a brand new executive gathering taking place right before the 2022 Sea Otter Classic Cycling Festival, the world's largest consumer cycling event. Sea Otter marks the kickoff of the camping and bike season and brings together tens of thousands of outdoor and cycling enthusiasts. I mean, what better lab environment do we need to study our consumer circa 2022? And that's why we're hosting our Executive Leadership Summit just before the Sea Otter Classic on the historic and beautiful Cannery Row in Monterey, California. And you know, a new Leadership Summit is much needed today for the outdoor recreation industries. We need to grow our networks. We need to get to know the trends that will greatly impact how we operate and serve our consumers going through and beyond the pandemic. And we need to study this consumer that we all share together. Change can be exhausting and growth like we've seen it in outdoor recreation can be expensive in more ways than one. If you're wondering how to harness this opportunity and scale your business through the headwinds of consumer evolution, join us in Monterey, April 5th through 7th at the Sea Otter Classic Summit. Please visit SeaOtterClassicSummit.com for more information and to register. Space is limited. Um, Matt, can you talk about kind of a let's back up a little bit and talk about the decision within Gore to develop this material set and specifically 
how, you know, Bob Gore was involved. I mean, this is a really, I think, a, a very important topic for anybody in the outdoor active lifestyle markets tuning in here in the community of business leaders that listen to this, because ultimately the founding entrepreneurial thread of Gore-Tex, I think, was a big part of propelling this forward to success. Yeah. So I think you're spot on that developing this was a challenge internally, not just from the technical perspective, but also overcoming a lot of mythology. So there was a lot of belief internally that we couldn't do this with any material set beyond what we had and available to us. And to a large extent, we we're actually very fortunate that Bob Gore became an advocate. So pretty early on, he was very aware of what we were doing and he had a, a prototype garment and he did his traditional Bob Gore shower test with it and it held up to that, which is a real kind of almost entry into any development. Bob's got to buy into what you're doing. And he was the original inventor of Gore-Tex with EPTFE. And he could have said, we don't need to do this. I don't want to do this. And that really would have been the end of it. But he very much understands that products and technologies need to evolve as markets and the needs around those markets change. And he appreciated that the need for a complementary material set like EPE um, was something that Gore-Tex and Gore, W.O. Gore & Associates needed to develop and invest in. So he became a really strong supporter of that. And with that, as well as the technical data set that we developed and the confidence that we built internally over several years was really what enabled us to, to feel like we could make this decision. We could start to transition some of our consumer-based products in this direction and then start to build the confidence with our brands like Nora's been talking about. Well, and I love that you um, that you worded it that way specifically because this is a complementary materials set. So I'd love to have, Nora, if you could address like our brands out there in these markets are evolving quickly because the consumer is evolving incredibly fast. I mean, as we all have heard and have lived through, COVID has just accelerated everything. And one of the things that we know will become a demand from consumers more and more going forward will be more sustainability in products. That has to do with durability. That also has to do with environmentally friendliness, if you will. Um, and it, all of it kind of ties back together in terms of the imprint that we leave with, you know, our business, our industry on this earth and our backdrop being outdoor recreation. Will you please give a little bit of an overview in terms of how these two material sets fit together from a solution standpoint to these leading brands such as Patagonia and Arcteryx and Adidas and some of the other launch partners that you have? Sure. And the first thing I can say about both materials is that they're both engineered for a long product life. So EPTFE, EPE, they're both engineered to last a long time. So EPTFE garments that are in the market today, I have many Arcteryx jackets that I've had for 15, 20 years. So there's something to be said about, call it slow fashion and having one beautiful jacket pulled up for a very long time. But with that said, EPE is also engineered for a long product life. It has a lower carbon footprint measured by HIG MSI. That low carbon footprint is very important to consumers. It's also 50% lighter and thinner, which means it consumes less raw materials, which also plays into the sustainability message. Um, another label that consumers are very interested in right now is being PFC free. Customers are also interested in that label because consumers are interested in that label and they're making choices based on products being PFC free. Awesome. That's great. 
And I would love to have Matt address how our EPE is different from other PE products in the marketplace. I think that's an important distinction to put out there. Yeah, that's a great question. So we invented, or Bob Gore invented EPTFE. Um, I can't say that we invented microporous polyethylene. Um, it's been available in a number of markets, um, including the apparel market for a number of years. Um, but why we've never, why Gore has never trended towards that in the past has been, it really hasn't been suitable in our perspective for apparel usage because of the lack of mechanical robustness or durability. So we talk a lot about fitness for end use, which means it's going to do what we say it's going to do. And really durability of waterproofness ties back to what Nora was saying around um, garments that last a really long time. And that's the single biggest way to minimize your environmental footprint. And so the existing microporous polyethylene membranes didn't do that for us. So what's different about ours is that we were able to take all of the knowledge that we built up over 40 years around EPTFE and know what mechanical attributes you need in order to be highly durable and long lasting. And we were actually able to engineer them in to a microporous polyethylene. So that's what's fundamentally different about us is we took the 40 years, the four decades of knowledge that we have, and we imparted that into these unique membranes that do have the long life and the long lasting durability of waterproofness that are necessary to call it Gore-Tex apparel. And thankfully you got it you know, to market when you did, because again, we're seeing so many greenwashing headlines in both, you know, a lot of the categories, footwear, apparel, um, you know, there really doesn't seem to be other than, you know, the standard that Nora was speaking about uh, earlier in our conversation. There seems to be a little bit of a free-for-all happening in the press. And right now we see it in the B2B side of the equation. And soon we'll see that more so, I think, in the consumer side of the equation from both media and an influencer standpoint. But there will be, I think, some gut checking happening. And, you know, as we've seen through COVID, there's there's definitely a call-out culture beyond media with influencers, et cetera. And so consumers are going to become quite discerning and they're going to dig a little bit deeper. And, and that kind of brings me to the last important topic of our conversation, which is educating consumers on this. And retailers play such a significant role there. And also the brand's that we're partnering with in this launch have tremendous global reach. So I wanted to spend a few minutes talking about the, the responsibility that we have as Gore-Tex to help our brands communicate this in a consistent and believable way. And also some of the innovative ideas that we're, we're hatching around retail, because I love talking about that. So Nora, if you could help us on that one, that would be great. Sure. And, you know, as an ingredient supplier, we're focused on holding hands for our brand partners every step of the way. We work with designing um, jackets and footwear. We work with the factories. We work with the sell-in for their teams. We work with how to educate retailers on our products. And then we also have a massive consumer reach too, because consumers need to come in asking for Gore-Tex in order to help sell our products from our brand partners. So every step of the way, we, we have boots on the ground to help educate. And with EPE, it's going to be no different. We're underway with that right now. We just did our customer launch. We continue with more educational events uh, in January around traditional trade show. We then have uh, what we have called Experience More Tour, which we do virtually with retailers where we're educating retailers on what's coming. And then that will be followed with a consumer campaign next fall. So, you know, we've been working on this for, for 10 years and we're going to be working on the rollout probably for another 10 years as well. 
But what I will say, you know, one critical piece for us in our marketing and advertising efforts is our hang tag. Anyone that has walked into a REI or what have you will see a big black diamond on, on a jacket that calls guaranteed to keep you dry in our Gore-Tex logo. And that will be no different with EPE. However, to be in line with our sustainability efforts, we have made some changes. We have shrunk that hang tag down uh, to a smaller size. We've reduced it. It used to be several pages of content. We've reduced it. Now it's just a front and back. There's a QR code on there that will take you to a landing page so you can learn more about materials that we're using in our sustainability journey or responsible performance. The paper actually is is made out of soybeans. So there's there's a sustainable aspect there too. We joke internally that you can eat our hang tags now. So it's not just showing up with a new product. We're being deliberate around responsible performance in every step of the way. And so our customers can choose, there'll be an insert to our hang tag that they can choose to put on the product or not. My guess is they're going to choose to have that on the product because it's so important to the consumer and making their choice to your point, Kristen. Absolutely. And I think it's something that, you know, you've really set a standard and trained the consumer to find that. And there's so much great information provided, but it sounds like at every touch point, we will be conveying and showing rather than telling, I think on a lot of occasions, how we're going to be responsibly marketing this. And that goes, you know, very deep in terms of how the consumers can learn about it online and kick the tires, if you will, because ultimately there is a lot out there that I think is confusing. And and, um, what we're about to launch, I think is going to also set a great standard at retail and, and online for, you know, how to bring a consumer into this type of innovation and enable them to wear it as part of their identity as a as a more sustainable minded consumer. So I'm super excited about all of that. And I really appreciate so much that you both have taken the time. And before we sign off here today, I mean, Matt, as Nora just said, this was in the works for about a decade, maybe a little bit more, if I remember correctly, you must be working on more things. Um, so it's almost like we have to pause and kind of share the high five on this innovation actually coming to market. And we're in the Mm -hmm. middle of a B2B launch right now, but can you also just like, let us know what it's like for you to balance kind of bringing this to market, but also continuing to innovate because that's the Gore-Tex brand. Uh, Sure. So I think exactly what you said, this is a really exciting and seminal moment for us. And would you want to celebrate that? But this is very much the beginning. I've heard in our markets that brands that we've worked with over the years have been invited to REI's like 100 year. We're going to be here in 100 years. <laughs> this is the only other brand who I've you know interacted with on the podcast who has like a 40 year. I mean, right now with COVID, I feel like we're more kind of 18 months is a long time, but I hear what you're saying, Matt. And my point in bringing that up was just letting the audience know these people do not rest. And there will be a lot of accelerated innovation coming. And I'm so grateful that you have built the trust base that you have because it's only going to accelerate the top tier product that will be pushing all these brands to reach their sustainability goals and enable consumers to even be more aware of the importance of choosing, you know, different purchase options around things that are more sustainable. So you really helped so many facets of this community with this launch I'm super honored to work with you on it as is our team. And I just wanted to say thank you so much for having the time to be with us here today. Thank you. Thanks, Kristen. Thank you, Kristen. If you liked this episode of the Channel Mastery Podcast, 
Please help more business leaders find this resource by going to iTunes and leaving us a positive review and also sharing it with a friend or colleague. Thank you so much for listening and thank you to Verde Brand Communications for being our presenting sponsor. Check us out at verdepr.com. Thank you.